The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Navigating the journey called life doesn't get any easier as we move through it, but we can learn from what we have within us to make it more enjoyable in the long run. Welcome to Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Your host is Alexandra Janelli. In our program, we set out to provide you with the undiscovered wisdom within you to handle even life's bumpy spots. Now, here is the host, founder and practitioner of Theta Spring, Alexandra Janelli. Welcome, everybody, to the Mental Sherpa Show with your host, Alexandra Janelli. Today, I wanted to bring on a guest who's going to help talk about some women's issues, which a lot of people are going through, but not everybody knows where they can go to get help for them. And I thought it was important to bring her on the show to talk about these issues because it is a little untalked about, and it's something that you know you don't have to suffer through. And as we say on the Mental Sherpa Show, you know, pain is inevitable, but suffering. That's the option. And so Nicole's going to help you begin to create a little less suffering in some of the areas that she works on. So Nicole Jardim is a certified women's health and functional nutrition coach and the creator of Fix Your Period series of programs that empower women to take back control of their hormones and their lives. So Nicole, welcome. It's so nice to have you on. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it was so interesting when I met you. Gosh, what was it, five years ago? It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's a long time. That when you told me what you did, and I think we were introduced through a mutual friend, yep. I was like, fix your period? What does that even mean? I was like, I didn't know mine needed fixing. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess some people, it was an issue and you started telling me your story. So I was hoping that we could open up mm-hmm. with you telling my listeners a bit about what you do yeah. um, and how you got into it. Absolutely. I will say, I do remember our conversation, and I remember your period didn't need fixing. So, (laughs) wonderful. (laughs) It was all good. Um, But, you know, it actually started for me when I was in my early teens and and really progressed from there. I had major hormonal issues and had no idea what that even meant. And as what uh, usually what doctors do is they put you on the birth control pill to quote unquote, bring your period back or regulate your cycle or something like that. And so I needed all the help. And so that's what I did. And I was really excited to be put on the birth control pill because who doesn't want that? Right. Um, <laughs> it makes everything easier. It, does. it certainly Clears does. your skin up. Yes. Right. It makes you less moody. You get a period every month, sort of. I mean, you have no cramps. Right. Yeah. All the stuff. So. All those wonderful promises that a <laughs> pill can bring you. Absolutely. So that's basically what happened. And in fact, what what ended up happening for me is that I sort of swung from one end of the spectrum to the other. And I got to the point where I was no longer getting a period anymore. Oh, and wow. I mean, yeah, the cramps were all gone. All the good things had, <laughs> had come from the pill, but I didn't get a period anymore. My sex drive had plummeted. I was in my early 20s. I was right. like, this can't be right. Uh, and my hair started falling out. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm telling you, it was crazy. I mean, So those warnings that they put where they're like, 
you're going to feel great. By the way, you might have like X, Y, Z and possible death. Yes. It started happening. Absolutely. And of course, who reads this insert? Especially teenagers, You read what right? you want to read, right? Yeah. Or you, you see, hear what you want to hear. The yep. doctor's like, this is a magic pill. And you say, yay. We all want that. <laughs> we do. <laughs> So that's what happened, and it took me years to figure out that that was a problem. I went to so many different doctors because I was having all these gut health problems, and then, of course, the period problems, chronic UTIs, yeast infections, super fun. But you're like, why did you make me a woman? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) And so by the time I was about 23, 24, I realized that it could be the pill that was causing all these problems. Meanwhile, I'd been to so many different doctors, done all the testing, everything came back quote unquote normal and I finally got to the point where I couldn't take it anymore so I just got off I saw an acupuncturist randomly a friend of mine referred me to one and he he was he said you know this is probably what's causing all these problems and I just started doing acupuncture I started to change my diet and things really changed drastically for my health which was incredible and because I hadn't felt that good in so long and um and I just continued with that and that was really what propelled me down on this path of trying to help other women fix their periods because I knew that if I continued to do this, I would feel amazing and I couldn't I couldn't live with the fact that I was going to just keep doing this for myself and not help other people. Right. So yeah. it really, from this sort of more tragic and uncomfortable situation came a real passion for you. Yes. Did it occur to you right away to start the business for doing that? Were you doing something else beforehand? No, it actually did not occur to me right away. I actually was working in film production that was my dream and that you know I'd gone to college for that that was what I was doing I didn't care about any of this health stuff at the time I just needed to fix my own problems and I, I worked in film and TV production for most of my 20s. And then it started to take a toll on my health again. Yeah. I, you know, I did everything. The VMAs. I worked on, like, awesome no movies. Yeah. I, I guess I missed that part of the story. <laughs> so I'm glad you're revisiting and telling me now. I know. It was super fun. I mean, it was, like, my dream come true, literally. And I remember about 27, 28 feeling really burnt out and and we have a joke in the film industry that everybody is just burdened with adrenal fatigue everybody has it because the highs and lows are unbelievable and I was convinced that that's what I had and so then I started to really look more into the hormone side of things I started taking classes on nutrition and doing all kinds of stuff and for the listeners who might not know what adrenal fatigue is can you tell them a bit about that yes I know Uh, I say these things no that's okay I'm here to to, like guide it in it's all right (laughs) yeah so So adrenal fatigue is essentially um, when your adrenal glands have been producing large amounts of stress hormones like cortisol for a long period of time because you have ongoing stress, whatever that might be. It could be uh, a really stressful job. It could be some kind of trauma that you had in your life. Uh, It could even be food that you've been eating that it's causing some kind of allergic reaction in your body. And when you have food allergies, it actually raises your cortisol levels. So yes, yes. And so if you have adrenal fatigue, it means that your adrenals are essentially burnt out and they've been producing these stress hormones for so long at such a high rate that they eventually can't do it anymore. And so your cortisol numbers end up all over the place. So it should be high in the morning to get you out of bed. And a lot of people with adrenal fatigue can't get out of bed or they just have a hard time and they don't feel rested. And then the opposite at night when you feel kind of tired, but really wired and you can't fall asleep or stay asleep. Huh? Yes. So that's kind of the gist. How can you check your adrenal 
good, system. Good question. I know. You can actually. Because I'm like, I totally have this. <laughs> I think I'm every sure. New Yorker does. I'm sure. I don't know how it's possible to not, to be honest. I know. I'm 34. Yeah. I totally burned out. <laughs> yeah. No kidding, right? I mean, um, I would say that the one easy way to do it is to do something called a diurnal cortisol test. And okay. so that's like a saliva-based cortisol test. Mm-hmm. And what that means is uh, you test your, you're, you're basically spitting into a tube four times a day. Nice. So like morning, afternoon, early evening, and then nighttime. And that'll give you something called a cortisol curve. And so your cortisol curve is going to show you, it's like a bell curve. And so usually it's high in the morning and then sort of slopes down throughout the day. But a lot of people are literally like a flat line. So you can get this at... This is something you do from home. You could actually, yes. So you I order recommend a kit? you can order a kit. Yeah, there's a company called Canary Club. Canary, Canary Club, Club. like Club. the bird. Canary. Like the bird. Yes, exactly. Because I feel like our hormones are like the canary in the coal mine. And right. send the canary in first if it comes back alive. <laughs> Then you're welcome you're to go okay. in. You're okay. Exactly. Our canaries are not coming back alive, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you do. And um, it's it's really helpful. And then there's supplements. You, and But I also recommend like really addressing your sleep issues. If there's sleep issues, then you can't heal your adrenals. Right. Yeah. You know, I can't tell you how many times I get clients that come in and they're like, I'm having trouble sleeping. I'm stressed. So this might explain uh, a lot oh, too. Yes. Yeah. Where it's just beginning to shift the patterns for them to make this a little easier. Or just move out of New York. Or there's that too. There's a really easy fix. I know, there's that. I mean, it's so challenging for people here because you're just on all the time. And when I spend time outside of the city, you know, it's relatively dark in the evening. Right. You're and from the Caribbean too, yes. so you're like double, you're like, whoa, whoa. This is too much. Every time I go back home, I'm like, wow. So this is what it's like to go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. I mean, it's crazy. No, it's true. Okay. So that, now that we've covered the adrenal fatigue and we get it, let's go back to your story. You were totally burned out. Mm -hmm. You were in film. Again, you started to have some issues with your body, not feeling great. You went back into the sort of realm of looking, searching, finding some solutions. Yes. And then what happened? I know. It was like round two of round finding two. solutions. Well, you know what? It yeah. always happens, right? Yeah. We always think these things happen to us, but they do happen for us to get us where we need to be. Oh, girl. Yes, they do. I know. I know, right? But it's you have amazing. to get through the shit of it. Pardon my language, everybody. Mm-hmm. To sort of see that. Agreed. And, you know, and I think you come back to it with a new perspective. And so I did. And the next time around, I I realized that I needed to figure out a way to get out of the industry because it, I really felt like it was hurting my health in a significant yeah. way. Um, so I decided to start doing, like I said, nutrition classes. And, and then I discovered the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I decided that I was going to, I was living in Florida and I decided to move to New York City to go to this school. <laughs> So you were doing film in so Florida. I was, yeah. Okay. And um, film in commercials. And yep. so there was a pretty big industry down there. Anyway, I told my husband at the time that I, w- I was going, whether he was coming or not, and decided that this was it. I Good, know, Big right? moves there, girl. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yep. So that's what I did. And we ended up moving here. And I started... IIN in 2010. Okay. And then I just, and progressed from there. I ended up doing an apprenticeship in women's health and, and then more training. And so lots of, lots more special, specialized What was training. that program like for anyone who might even be interested in learning more about it? What, how would you describe the IIN program? 
It was it was really amazing for me. It was life changing in the sense that I met the most incredible people, and I had just you know I'd never even heard a lot of the stuff that we learned at the time. Uh, and it was the last live course that they did, so they did an actual live course training in New York. And like I said, I met these incredible people who I'm friends with to this day, and who right. are even colleagues as well. And they're doing amazing things in the world, and and that created an, an incredible network for me. But and what do you come out with? So I'm sure everyone goes in with a very specific sort of track or idea of what they want to get out of it. I mean, is it a coaching training? Or it you, is, it's yeah. Like nutrition? It's a coaching and nutrition training. And uh, I think now it's online, so it's a year long. At the time, it was six months. And so you come out with a coaching certificate, essentially. Got it. Yeah. And, okay. But it was an awesome, broad exposure to just all of the different nutritional uh, aspects of you know everything, eating, every, anything you can imagine. And then, of course, the coaching training as well. And so that was what put you on track next for what happened next for you. Pretty much, yeah. So this was sort of you were hungry for more knowledge. Pretty much. I mean, it left me really feeling like I needed more training because I really wanted to focus on women's health. And at the time, I remember saying to myself, if I can only help one woman not feel the way I feel. So that was my goal. And yeah, and, and that's what I did. And so I ended up doing more specialized training. I trained with Dr. Sarah Gottfried. So in terms of specialized training, you did it with through a different program or you yes. actually did okay yeah so I through did the, more different programs uh, completely separate from IIN because okay. once I'd finished there that was all they were offering at the time so I knew that I needed to sort of seek out other options and and at the time there really wasn't a lot like I said Dr. Sarah Gottfried was offering this one year practitioner training course so I took that and that just totally rocked my world I realized exactly what I needed to do and that really was what catapulted me into focusing solely on like young women's hormonal health, 20s and 30s, period problems, uh, fertility issues, those kinds of things. What is it about the 20s and 30s um, that you sort of were geared towards and not, I'm sure you work with people of all ages, but it was 20s and 30s that you're sort of focused on. Yeah, that's a great question. You know, for me, it was so much about what I had experienced and I was able to relate to these women on a level that... I don't think I would have been able to if I hadn't been through exactly what so many of them are dealing with. Yeah. And there just really aren't a lot of answers around period health and what your period should look like, what your menstrual cycle should feel like. And I just knew that that was what I wanted to focus on because I remember being 17 and thinking, man, if I'd had a health coach at that time, it would have completely shifted the trajectory of my life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm wondering in terms of that, you know, how do you... F- I guess there's a question in terms of if you were working with 17-year-olds, it, they wouldn't know where to find you. I guess it's sort of marketing towards the parents, too. Yeah, it's so funny. I actually have a call with a parent and her daughter this coming week. You do? Yeah, oh, amazing. so there is a lot of that. and But it is amazing how many young women are online and searching for these things. I've had... 12 to 17 year olds reach out to me numerous times. I know 12 year olds who've just gotten their period. It's really cute. I know. What is happening to me? I know. It's terrifying. No, I can remember getting mine. I was home alone and I was like, what? My mother's like, yes, just go get a tampon. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah. I was like, this thing that I think is a kid. I was like, it's a mouse. Like a little ball of cotton with a tail on it. Exactly. 
Oh my goodness! I, I know, know, right? I know. Oh How are you supposed to know these things? Well, it's funny because I think at twelve you felt so mature, and then I look at twelve-year-olds now, and I'm like, oh my god, you're so young. Yes, I think that about twenty-five-year-olds now. Yeah. yeah. My- <laughs> Right? We're dating ourselves. <laughs> you know, we are. It's okay. We're old. We're so old. <laughs> Not really. I but know. yes. Okay. We so do that. Th- that's great that you're sort of out there. You're working with lots of different... Do you change mm-hmm. your technique depending on the age group? Yeah, I think I do. I think that for younger women, they just... They need more basic explanation and sort of in their language a little bit. But yeah. for the most part, everyone's really eager to understand. And I think women really appreciate the science and they want to understand how their bodies work. I think so many of them have gone to doctors and other practitioners and have been told, oh, well, this is how it is. And right. you just take this pill and you'll be fine. But right. that's not the answer they're actually looking for. Great. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk with Nicole Jardim a little bit more about how does your female body work. And uh, so enjoy the break and we'll be right back. Visit the Theta Spring Hypnosis Store to find out more about our home hypnosis programs and detox systems. Our hypnosis programs bring the power of our therapy to the comfort of your own home or on your mobile device. Our detox system has been formulated as the first ever mind and body detox. The Burn and Build Body 14-Day Anti-Aging Detox Kit is a food-based detox that has an optional subconscious support program. Stay committed and create sustainable change while cleansing your body. Visit betaspring.com forward slash store. We have a special 15% discount for our listeners. Use promo code VA15 at checkout. We go through all kinds of challenges in life. How we deal with them is a different story. If we carry them on our shoulders, we can experience health problems, relationship issues, and other negative aspects these challenges can pose. Jeanette Abney's Precious Predicaments is here to help you pick up and sort out the pieces through education and encouragement. You don't have to live in fear and pain. Let's find solutions together. Precious Predicaments is heard live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. It's time to do all of those things that you always said you'd do in your life. What's stopping you? Is it other people, your environment, fear? What could give you a push? Tune in to Raising the Bar with Amy Bredo. Our show is all about taking risks and turning them into positives and personal gain. We'll help your inner voice speak up and get you out of that comfort zone. Raising the Bar can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Janelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aginelli at thetaspring.com. Now, back to The Metal Sherpa Show. 
Welcome back from the break, everybody. This is your host, Alexandra Ginelli, and we're here with Nicole Jardim, who is a certified women's health and functional nutrition coach. Before the break, we were talking about the female body, how it works, and when you get your period and when you begin to transform into that area of your life or going through it, a lot of things can happen that can make having your period and being a woman really crappy. And so Nicole really formulated this niche uh, based on her story and some issues that she had gone through and really wanted to help women in the world not have to suffer through what she went through as well. So Nicole, welcome back. Thank you. And I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about the functionality of what happens in a woman's body when she does begin to go through menstruation and what happens and why people are coming to see you. For sure. Uh, I think that it's important to understand that so much of what happens through childhood influences how we get our periods, when we get really? them. Yeah, it actually does. Our diet, especially, and our lifestyle. So, so I should blame my parents. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody want to? They're Easy. a perfect scapegoat. Exactly. I know. They it's really all their are. fault. It is. Always, how dare you? For everything. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> yep. So basically, what's really important for for women and girls to know is that, I mean, things like dairy, uh, lots of red meat consumption, especially conventional meat that has a lot of hormones in it, can really impact a girl's uh, menstruation and when it com- you know when it comes, what it's like, all of those things. So girls mm-hmm. are developing a lot younger now, as young as seven and eight, getting what? boobs, pubic hair, and periods really young ages because of our environment and the food that's in our environment. Because of the hormones that are sort of going into the cattle and chickens and all that stuff? Or yeah, just... that's part of it. And then, yeah, and so, yeah, basically. I mean, and I guess then that's there's... what, bioaccumulation is a scientific term? Yes, that's, yeah, that's way. a pretty good term. Yeah, where I've it's never, like it just I've keeps. i ac- that term. I think I'll have to now. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, where it just keeps accumulating greater and greater through the, as you go up the chain. Absolutely. And I think that that can also be a. It can. It's also applicable for environmental toxins as well. So that's the other thing I think that we don't realize. In fact, babies are born in a state of pre-pollution, is what they call it, because they have over 200 toxins in their umbilical cord blood. And at least that's what's been studied. And so, yes. And unfortunately, environmental chemicals or chemicals found in our environment are estrogenic. So that means that they have this estrogenic effect on our bodies. And that's why younger girls are having such uh, massive pu- uh, puberty changes at such a young age now. Wow. So in mm. terms of the estrogen, there is this influx of estrogen that happens to a young girl before she starts to menstruate. Is that what happens? That's essentially what's happening. Yes. Yeah. So estrogen and... I'm yeah. sure it's a little more complicated <laughs> than that. I'm yes. like... Oh, it's just this one thing happened. Just that one thing. Just this one thing. Yes, so that's exactly what's going on. Uh, Estrogen, uh, well, sex hormones in general. So there's estrogen, progesterone, testosterone. Those are the big players. And so those are the ones that that will start to initiate uh, the whole menstrual cycle. And usually that happens anywhere from 12 to 15. So this was when everyone was like, soy is so great. And then they realized how much estrogen it was putting into people's bodies. Is that what sort of they were talking about? For the most part, yes. Soy is the most estrogenic food there is. And... 
And uh, yeah. What is it about soy? Well, it contains plant estrogens. So, um, and, and it's not necessarily going to affect everybody, but the problem with soy is that it's also highly uh, genetically modified. So I think like nearly 100% of the soy in America is genetically modified. So that's a, a humongous problem as well because of the pesticides that are used on the GMO crops. Got it. Mm-hmm. GMO, genetically modified, it changes what it changes the molecular structure of yes. the plant. That yes, the molecular structure of the plant has been changed, but the problem really is well that's a big problem but the other issue is the pesticides so roundup is the pesticide that's used on these crops and it contains glyphosate which is uh, one of its main um, ingredients and glyphosate is highly estrogenic and they're finding in studies that it interrupts all kinds of things ovulation it, it just totally messes with a reproductive function So one of the first steps it sounds like that you work with clients on is to really help them shift their diet and to understand their diet. Yeah, because you know diet is so crucial. It's the it's the building blocks, right? It's absolutely the foundation. And for so many of us, we're just not taught the basics of how to keep your blood sugar stable, for instance. Right. Blood sugar issues look just like PMS issues every month. So it's just basics like that, and so that's what we do for the foundation. And I think when I met you, were you working? I know you have a whole new series that just came out on the Fix Your Blood Sugar. Yes. Is this sort of a new addition to the whole Fix Your Period? Yeah, it well, it's actually part of the Fix Your Period program, the bigger okay. program. But I thought, okay, well, let me make this available to other people in smaller chunks because it can be very overwhelming for a lot of people to have such massive shifts in their yeah. diet and their lifestyle in such a short period of time. And I think it also touches on a whole big group of people and maybe even men. Do you find that there are men that are coming t- just for that at all? Because yes. you're very... Female-centric. I, I mean, very female-centric. I don't think any men get their period, although they do have PMS from time to time from what I've seen. Uh, they but, do. They come for their ladies. They email me about their fiancés and their girlfriends and their wives. What do yeah. you? How do you approach that? Because that's interesting. Because I'll get people who are like, oh, I want you to, as a hypnotherapist or coach, work with my husband. He eats too much or drinks too much or smokes. And I have to say, I always appreciate that they do it, but I say, you know, I'd really love to speak with him yeah to find out their motivation that's exactly they want to change yeah i mean you have to and so men write me usually very concerned about uh usually it's about pms which which makes poor guy i know right i know i think he's tired of the pms every month but that's usually what they write me about and they're just concerned and curious if they can do anything or if there's anything that can help that's so nice. Yeah. So you've got to now create this new program just for men. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. What would you call it? Like how to help your woman? Uh, menstruation with capital M-E-N. I love it. <laughs> I know, I right? I mean, I wrote a blog post about this because I feel that every single month, and this is part of our whole menstrual cycle and what happens, we basically kind of change we do. every week oh. yeah, of our cycle. When we're, we're quite different people. And so men have no idea what's going on. Obviously, they don't have a menstrual cycle. Right, they have they're no, like, why no are clue. you not you Yeah, right exactly. Now. And why are you crazy? So, and you know, I hear that so often. And so I wrote this blog post, actually with my boyfriend, because he obviously, <laughs> he knows what's going on. Amazing. And um, yeah, and we titled it uh, Menstruation, actually, and, and how to get in tune with your women's cycle nature and it's really helpful for guys because they then understand what exactly is going on every what single week of the month. What is going on? Because I know, so much. 
so much. I mean, what was the t- what was the takeaway from that article? I think blog? the big takeaway for lots of guys was that they, you know, they can do things. They can respond differently every single week of that of that menstrual cycle so that you know, their girlfriend or wife or whoever doesn't feel like they're a crazy person or isn't made to feel that way because right. it's very easy to fall into that. Why does that happen, right? We, you know, I know for me, I was talking with Karen Bishko on uh, one of the other episodes where she wrote a play, actually, yeah. a pop uh, play with songs and everything. She's like... And it was all about dating. And she's like, I know the week of my period, I just don't even date. Like, she's Smart. like, I just, I don't. Because I'm not going to act like myself. And But what happens? I mean, I get wishy-washy. I'm yeah. like, I'm crying over this silly, like, I cry over comedy TV show. commercials. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. I know. And I'm like, this is irrational. <laughs> It's an amazing thing that happens in our bodies, yeah. actually. And what I think is so cool is that we're girls and we get to experience this. Guys basically wake up in the morning, their testosterone is high, and then it slowly goes down over the day, and that's the end of it. That's all the cycling that they've got. Whereas we have this whole monthly and weekly thing going on. And so usually it starts with your period. Your hormones are really low at that point, and that's because you know, you're know you shedding your uterine lining. That's all happening. And then after your period ends, your hormones start to build up, and that's and that's mostly estrogen. So estrogen is stimulating your ovaries to produce another egg to go through the whole process. Estrogen starts to build, testosterone builds, then our sex drives go up, they sort of rev up a little bit because our bodies, of course, want to procreate because that's what we were put here to do, right? (laughs) So I know, right? Well, I'm here to change the world. I don't know about you. (laughs) (laughs) Same here. But biologically speaking, that's, that's the mission in life for our bodies. And so that's basically what's going on on a physical level. All these hormones are starting to go up. And with that, during ovulation or around ovulation time, your energy goes up. Like I said, your sex drive goes up. Your skin starts to look better because estrogen has that effect on your skin. Your right. hair is fuller. Your And your personality changes too. Like you're more outgoing. I always really? tell women. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to have to pay attention to this You now. should. Because there probably is a lot that you're saying that I just wasn't even aware of. Yep. Right? And I always tell my clients, I'm like, you have to be aware of something in order to notice it. That's true. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I will, I would love all my listeners, just become aware of these things. Write Nicole, write me, let us know, like, what are you noticing that happens for you? Because yes. a lot of us just notice, I'm getting fat, I'm yeah. getting bloated, <laughs> yes. I feel disgusting, I can't stop eating. Mm-hmm. But there's some other changes that are happening that I'm hearing you say. Yeah, they're that amazing. That make you feel really good. Yeah, they're great. Also, your speaking skills. I always say public speaking, meetings, interviews, any of those kinds of things. Do that around your ovulation time because oh. your, yeah, your verbal skills are way better when your testosterone and your estrogen are higher. Right. It's amazing. So, so yeah. then... So that's during ovulation. That's a good time. That's a good time. <laughs> okay. Then there's another thing that happens. There is another thing. And it's actually not all that bad. I just, just so you know. Uh, so essentially, our estrogen and testosterone drop pretty significantly after ovulation occurs. And, okay. and that's because progesterone takes over. So that little egg has now been released and it starts to produce progesterone, which is the calming natural valium kind of hormone and so that's supposed to keep you calm throughout the second half of your cycle that famous pms time or infamous Mm -hmm. and uh and what happens is progesterone goes up those other hormones dip down a little bit lower and 
progesterone is the type of hormone that is going to keep you close to home. So you, what you start to notice as that week goes on and then you get into that week before your period is that you want to stay at home. You want to like do the nesting thing. You want to take care of your personal to do. cuddled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you want hugs. You don't really, you're not that interested in sex anymore. I mean, some people are obviously, yep. but that is typically what will happen. And it's really amazing because what the person who you're interviewing says is so true. Like your personality definitely changes. You become right. more introverted. You tend to want to just do the things, like do things close to home. So I always say, you know, cancel big events that you have because you're not going to be on your A game. I mean, sometimes you, if you have to be, you have to be. It's right. fine. You can push but it. But if you have a choice, I always recommend that. Just, right. yeah, sticking close to home. Here's a question for you. So before I get my period, I'm really putting myself out there on the air right now. I feel feverish. Like, I literally feel like I'm coming down with the flu. What's that about? I know, right? That's actually so funny. Somebody mentioned that to me the other day, and I hear that often. And it recently happened to me, too. It was really strange. I was really surprised by it. And um, it is, you know, there is an immune modulation thing happening there. I'm not entirely sure of the connection. Sure. But it definitely comes up for a lot of people. And I would probably say there's something maybe going on with gut health because your gut is so intricately tied to your immune system. So I'm thinking that that's it because there's a hormonal interplay as well as with your gut as well as the immune system. So I think that maybe that's something like that. Good to know. You know, I've always sort of been like, I don't know what it is. Maybe I am getting the flu. Um, (laughs) Doctors, I think, have said autoimmune things to look at, which... That's gut health, for sure. clear. Yeah. And they also say Virgos, that is their weak spot. Oh, dear. Well, that might be ours. So, yeah. I will say, too, that... I'll just blame being born born in the month of September. (laughs) Yeah, that's our problem. (laughs) That's obviously it. (laughs) Thanks again, Mom. I know, I know. I think the other thing is, too, is that it's also maybe our body saying to us, you need to slow down, Alex. Yeah, right? I know. And and that's what I always say to women. Really think about how you can take care of yourselves during that week. Because PMS comes up for a reason. All of those emotional symptoms, they're there telling you something's up. Like you need to either slow down or maybe you need to change jobs or whatever. It's funny you're talking about this, and I love it, because your body does talk, right? There are specialists who do body talk. And I think when I wrote an article for you a while ago, I was talking about body syndromes yes where when we have our fight or flight mechanism and we don't because let's face it we're not animals but we do have that mechanism built in Mm -hmm. we present our stress in our bodies yeah and when it comes through the stomach or the shoulders or the arms like hand picking teeth grinding it all means something different And it's beginning to listen to your body because that's your subconscious speaking logically, which is where we're driven to be each and every day, um, only accounts for about 10%. So the more you can get back into your body and be like, what's, what's going on? What am I feeling? What does it feel like? And then ask, why am I feeling that? Yes. Based on the what's, you can sort of be like, okay, now I can create a plan around what to do. Exactly. But our bodies are incredible. We've sort of learned to tune out. I've actually found amazingly with my weight loss clients, they're so out of touch with their bodies. Yeah. Because who wants to be in your body when you're not feeling good? Absolutely. You just step right out of it. We create this amazing disjunct 
connection between the mind mm-hmm. and the body, and Agreed. it's how do you reharmonize them together, which is wild. I know it, it is amazing, but once you start paying attention, you can't ignore the signs. It's true. You're yeah. like, I hear you. Okay, got it. Let's <laughs> let's do this now. <laughs> amazing. It's really really cool. <laughs> so when we come back from the break, we're going to continue talking with Nicole about some simple things that you can do from home. Uh, some good takeaways and things to think about uh, as you go through your life to help you. And we'll be right back. When you see someone, are you seeing the person or the perception? We see labels such as fat, thin, black, white, rich, poor, but we don't always see the true identity. Listen for New Dimensions with Reverend Nicholas Barrett. On this program, we'll embrace the breaking down of societal paradigms, our norms, and acceptance of our false selves. You can find your identity the way that God intended. Forget all the labels that you think you see. Tune in every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Visit the Theta Spring Hypnosis Store to find out more about our home hypnosis programs and detox systems. Our hypnosis programs bring the power of our therapy to the comfort of your own home or on your mobile device. Our detox system has been formulated as the first ever mind and body detox. The Burn and Build Body 14-Day Anti-Aging Detox Kit is a food-based detox that has an optional subconscious support program. Stay committed and create sustainable change while cleansing your body. Visit betaspring.com forward slash store. We have a special 15% discount for our listeners. Use promo code VA15 at checkout. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Are you in your own driver's seat? Tune in to a program that will get you there based on what others have managed to do through challenges in their lives and how they persevered. Tune in to The Real Deal with Danielle Delaney. On our show, we use real issues and experts to help you reclaim your life. Danielle and her guests are here to steer you in the right direction. Make sure that you are here every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's time to harness your power. You are listening to Metal Sherpa by Theta Spring. To reach Alexandra Janelli or her guest on today's program, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to aginelli at thetaspring.com. Now, back to The Metal Sherpa Show. 
Welcome back, everybody. This is your host, Alexandra Ginelli, on The Mental Sherpa Show. We are finishing up in our last segment with Nicole Jardim, who is a certified women's health and functional nutrition coach. And before we were talking about so many incredible things about the female body, things that happen to your female body, things to think about as you go through ovulation, menstruation, and all that good stuff. Um, Nicole, what I was hoping to move into a bit was telling people, number one, how they can find you and work with you, how you work with clients, and then maybe some tips and tools and takeaways for people to think about that you see, like the commonalities Mm -hmm. of what you see and where someone can start in their life. Sounds good. I would love to. First of all, uh, you can find me at my website. It's NicoleJardim.com. And there are a number of different ways to work with me. I have e-courses, I have products, and then I also have live group programs. And I do see clients one-on-one, but that's on a limited basis. So it's just one of those things you have to reach out to me and uh, we'll go from there. So that's kind of how you can find me. And there's a lot of information as well on my blog, tons and tons of information about periods and hormones, because that's all I talk about all day long. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much. And, you know, I think that the first thing that women should really think about is how they can become more body literate. I really love that term body literacy because it's just sort of building on what we were talking about before, uh, where you're starting to pay attention to those signs and symptoms that your body, so your body's talking to you, right? She's got her own language. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just important for us to start to recognize those those signs in your body's language, her unique language, and really focus on what you can take away from those signs and symptoms. And so for many women, you know, we have really painful periods, for instance, and you just think, oh, that's my lot in life. And this is it. I, you know, I'm stuck with this. And and doctors say, well, you could take the pill or, um, you know, you could take Advil every month kind of thing. But that's, you know, that's not a really good solution (laughs) to this problem. Let's just pump more things in. And I think that's where you and I work together, if I remember correctly, Mm -hmm. was that I put together a whole hypnosis recording on a menstrual cramp boot camp. You did. I think that was exactly was where it came from. Menstrual cramp boot camp. Because it is all about pain and how you begin to visualize it and shift it so that pain, you know, it's the whole hypnobirthing too. Yes. It's transitioning pain, perceived pain, which makes things so much worse. There's yeah. physical pain, which is your body talking to you. And then there's the perceived pain, which intensifies it and how to begin to manifest that and manipulate it to be less. Absolutely. So that you don't feel that too. Yeah, for sure. Wow. I, it's, yeah, I know, right? I, that's funny because I'd forgotten how I where that all came from, menstrual but it was camp. with you. I know, <laughs> menstrual cramp boot camp, menstrual cramp boot camp, kick yep. those pains right out. <laughs> I think that for many of us, yes, there there is this mindset, and we have to shift it. Mm-hmm. And it's that we, you know, it's almost like we take our bodies to the doctor in a way, uh, like we would take our cars to mechanics because we don't know anything about what's going on. And we just really hope that whoever it is that we go see is going to fix it. And fix me. Right. Exactly. I'm broken. I know. Yes, I my know. air conditioner will turn on. Yeah. Journey of fix my problems or something's wrong with me. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I've been there. I've done that. I've lived that. Me too. <laughs> so I get it. Right. I know we all do. I think. 
And so it's really about coming back to yourself, like you said, getting back into your body and really experiencing all of these signs and symptoms and feeling them and then deciding what you can do about that. And the first place to start, as I said before, is that foundational aspect of diet. And when it comes to diet, I think one of the crucial things is to remember that, you know, we live in a society where you're always trying to take things out of your diet or take things away or deprive yourself. I know, right? We punish ourselves. I can't tell you how many times when I'm working with clients, it's they're like I should I shouldn't eat at really late at night and I shouldn't do this or I should do that and I'm like but where are these belief systems coming from yes because I'm I, I shape magazine say, I know <laughs> right? damn you shape but I always say to them I'm like I'm gonna challenge you you shouldn't eat late at night what about Europe they yeah. all eat really late at night they do you so know they do so, in South America as well so it's all yep. about understanding what your belief systems are and why those might not be you yeah and where they where they come from yeah yeah i know who decided that was right or the right thing to do it might be generally true but it's not universally Mm -mm. and it's beginning to understand your truths for sure i agree and that's i think so much of what body literacy comes from is again understanding that your body might respond differently to a certain food or a certain amount of sleep than another person's body might right. and it's not about it's not a universal truth it's just about yours like you said and yeah. so i think that the food side of things is so crucial and i think that women need to think about how can they bring more nutritious or nutrient dense foods into their diet rather than taking away all these things because you know we take these things away and we set ourselves up well deprivation i always say your mind just like your body wants to stay in homeostasis it likes what it knows so it's a scale there's two tiers to it where that they want to stay even if i take carbs away and don't give you something back right the scales tip and you can do it with willpower but at some point you're like screw it your subconscious mind is like this is not how i've done it Exactly. And it's like a jello mold. If you take something out of the middle, it all collapses. Absolutely. That's a really great way of putting it. I think a client told me that one, the jello mold. I was like, <laughs> that really dates you in terms of jello, but <laughs> <laughs> no, jello mold. Oh my gosh. Totally. I know, right? So yeah, I think that that is so important for for us to remember that we can bring things in and we don't need to necessarily take things out immediately. But those big those things that you bring in are eventually just going to crowd out the things that are not so great for you. And so I always, I start with the basics, like leafy green vegetables. I say, get two servings of those into your meals a day kind of thing, something really basic. And they're so nutrient dense that they're going to help your body get what she really needs. Because we might be craving chocolate, but we might be craving chocolate because we have a magnesium deficiency because Mm. chocolate is really high in magnesium. And so it's not that we need chocolate, it's that we probably need a mineral or a vitamin that we're deficient in and so it's so important for us to like really start to deconstruct our cravings and understand why why am I craving something and I it's funny I'm not a big craving person but I'm craving chocolate like I act or something sweet yeah I know my blood sugar is actually technically really low yeah and that came with just understanding myself and I'm not a sweet person I don't love desserts I don't like chocolate really but it was like yeah what woman are you (laughs) just kidding I know (laughs) Really crazy one. No, kidding. No, but it's great. It, it was true. I really began to listen to my body, and there is a reason you crave things sometimes. It's there not is. always about oh, this, that, or the other. Mm. So I love that you're saying that. 
I think it's so crucial. And I think the other part of cravings is our gut health. What's going on with your gut bacteria, your microbiome? Is it is it imbalanced so that it's causing you to crave more sugar? Is there a candida overgrowth that is causing you to feel like you just need to have carbohydrates or you'll right. die? Because that's basically what it feels like. So there are a number of different reasons that we need to look at. And it's not at the end of the day about willpower or having the strength to not eat these things because we beat ourselves up in that whole special way as well. Guilt eating. Mm, yeah, there's all that. That's the biggest shift I see with my weight loss clients is I'm like, you're either going to commit to it or you're not. Right. But do not guilty. There's nothing worse. You never satisfy the craving anyway. Exactly. And then you're left feeling horrible. Yeah. yeah and then you'll do it sense. again. Yeah. But if you can be like, I'm eating this Big Mac and that's that. Yep. You satisfy the craving a little bit more mentally versus being like, I shouldn't have done that. It's just a low energy to resonate at. It really is. Agreed. And um, I think that for many of us, it's it's so difficult to break out of that mold. I mean, we really, it's ingrained in our yeah. in us and our society. So I say that we focus on the leafy greens and they're very nutrient dense. Try and do that. And then I also talk about uh, sweet vegetables, really starchy things like sweet potatoes and plantains and all of these good things. No, you're shaking I'm your so head. I'm so not a sweet potato you're person. Not a sweet I'm like, you're not a potato. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyways, I know. For the people who are listening who do like them, yeah. I always recommend those. Uh, okay. Anything, you know, squashes, like winter squashes, any of those kinds of things to really help keep your blood sugar stable. They're full, they taste sweet, first of all, right. and they're full of fiber. So they work wonders for that week leading up to your period. Right. I feel that, you know, because what we need to understand is that progesterone, what it does, it sort of lowers your blood sugar even more. It has a blood sugar lowering effect on no our bodies. No kidding. Yes. And so what happens if we eat a lot of sugar during that second half of our cycle when progesterone is higher, it can, it bring, our blood sugar drops are even more significant than the first half of our cycle. Hmm. Hence the reason that if we're not eating well, PMS is a lot worse. Those blood sugar imbalances can be a lot worse. And you can feel pretty anxious. I have so many clients who actually, when I, when they come in for random anxiety or panic attacks that they've had, Mm -hmm. which can be the cause sometimes of a phobia. like fear of driving, but they'll have it in a very particular place. A lot of times I ask them, what did you eat that day? Did you eat anything? And they will have had a huge blood sugar crash, Mm -hmm. sometimes even coupled with high stress, where they'll have that blood sugar drop in like an elevator or on the highway, and they have a panic attack, but they don't know why. And so they'll link it for some reason or another to where they were versus what happened in their body. Oh, wow. And there becomes this trigger that every time you're in an elevator, then you freak out. Or every time you're driving by this one place, you freak out. That's amazing. So interesting what you do. And I agree that, you know, we associate it with something outside of ourselves rather than what's happening inside Inside. of ourselves. But that's because, again, we're so disconnected from From our our bodies, for sure. And the blood sugar, I mean, I say to women and everyone, really, that you don't want to mess with insulin. It is the most powerful hormone you have. And it's a storage hormone. So if your blood sugar is unstable all day, every day, because for the most part, many people, that is the case, uh, what happens is you store fat because when insulin is high all the time, it's it's encouraging your body to store fat. And this is obviously very problematic for a lot of people. Sure. So that's the first thing. I mean, for me, when I when I started to get my hormones under control, 
that's I lost five pounds. And I was right. like, how did that happen? And that's really what it comes down to. Isn't it amazing? I work yeah. with clients, like there's so many different ways to work with a weight loss client, but there's so many subconscious things that are going on too, where just because you failed once at it, you begin to go, I'm always going to be like this. I have to be like this. I can't like, and we yeah. also subconsciously can get stuck on a number too. Or yes. I have had clients who were, you know, unfortunately raped at some point where they begin to hold weight too yeah based on you know it's a protection mechanism and like your our mind is so strong I mean you've heard of hysterical pregnancies where you're not actually pregnant but your your mind is so strong it causes your body to do these things so yeah it's incredible the power of the mind when you get it working for you and when you begin to list connect the two in a proper way yeah such a good point it's incredible to me too, I, and just in my own life. Yeah, yeah. Which I love. That. You know, even as a coach, that's what you do is help people get there and inspire them. For sure, which yeah. is wonderful. I'm so glad you do this. It's Thank such you. a unique niche. I love it. I am obsessed with helping women do this, do get their hormones under control because it's just something that there isn't really a lot of that happening out there, and I really think that once we start to to reap the benefits of that, it's you just can't imagine life before it. And you don't have to be ashamed about it. I mean, no. every woman on this earth is going through something similar. Oh, I mean, every yes. month, unless something's going on. But no doubt. We're all going through it. So yeah, for sure. We don't so have to be ashamed of it. One extreme or the other. Yeah, for sure. Or embarrassed, or we can talk about it. There's a lot of stigma with periods still, unfortunately. Right? I mean, 2015 was dubbed the year of the period. I mean, I don't know that anybody really knows that, but I do. <laughs> yeah, what, what is that? Because Just of because there was like so much press. And- yeah. yeah, there was a lot of press for periods in general. You know, the lady in, in England running the marathon and free bleeding and all of these, and Thinks Underwear and all of these different things Yeah, yeah that came out in 2015. No, I know my friend uh, Lisa Marie and her sister actually started the monthly gift. Oh, Which is yes. a whole box that you can get around your period with mm-hmm. different tampons and monthly gift. So we'll have to connect you guys together yeah for sure what are some few other little tips and tools people can think about as we wrap up here i think that the other thing is when it comes to again that sort of a physical emotional pms that a lot of women experience because i think that's one of the bigger struggles and and period pain as well i highly recommend magnesium i think that that's one of the most efficient minerals on our planet Mm -hmm. yeah and unfortunately for so many of us, we don't realize that it actually plays a role in over 300 processes in our bodies, and in particular, relaxing muscles. Yep. So for a deficient, we end up with really bad period cramps. And in fact, if someone takes magnesium, they might get rid of their cramps completely. So I'm I guess a big they, component. you know, as a runner, they tell us to take magnesium. So yeah. same, same, similar, similar. Exactly. Amazing. Same thing. I know. Okay. Yeah. So I think that's a great a, That's a big one. And then also too, things like hot water bottles and, you know, just going back to the old school it's so basic I I don't really recommend the heating pads because there's electricity that runs through them so I always think you know why don't you try like a hot water bottle instead for period pain uh there's just you know there's so many different things that and for my younger listeners a hot water bottle (laughs) (laughs) it's like this big plastic sack that you can put water in it's so antiquated in some ways isn't it it is but they make such cute ones now with like cute covers and stuff with flowers and things maybe that's a gift you can give away (laughs) yeah really right oh yeah Yeah. that's a good gift new marketing i've done that before actually now that i think about it they have these heart-shaped ones oh cute cute. yeah that is super cute (laughs) okay so we've got listen to your body is start thinking about what you're putting into your diet magnesium for cramps Mm -hmm. um listen to your body 
talking to you start to think about your life holistically don't be ashamed what are is there one other thing that you feel is really important or the takeaway that you'd like the listeners to come away with today yeah I think that women should just again take away that they are they're the owners of their bodies they're designers architects of their lives and their health and you only get one body and your body's working for you every single day really really hard and if you can just appreciate that and and start to give her things that she actually needs you're she's going to respond in amazing ways and so i think that it's so crucial for us to remember that if we can just we can start to more focus on what our bodies need then we're going to start to feel a lot better and i love that you're calling the body she yeah um just in terms of how i'm thinking about that it really takes it outside of yourself because sometimes we become so we put ourselves last yes that to make your body a she really creates this opportunity for you to be a caregiver to it or she rather than to yourself Mm -hmm. and getting the benefit in that way as the caregiver versus being like oh it's so selfish to put me first that's a good point which i i really like that and i appreciate that nicole it's been such a pleasure to have you on the show today and again for people who do want to work with nicole you can find nicole's website at nicolejardim.com her last name spelled J-A-R-D-I-M. And she does the fix your period, fix your blood sugar, helping women just become the best selves and create really empower, empowering women yep. in their health. That's what I do. Which is wonderful. So, Nicole, thank you so much for coming in and speaking with me today. And we look forward to hearing all the awesome things that you're doing. Thank you so much. All right. To my listeners, we'll join us next week for another awesome episode of The Mental Sherpa. Thank you again for tuning into Mental Sherpa by Theta Spring. Host Alexandra Janelli hopes you'll join her for another edition next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we meet again, have a nice week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.